Middle and high school cross-country athletes receive 20% off regular price shoes and spikes for the month of July and August, only at Three Rivers Running Company in Fort Wayne. Indiana Runner Podcast Season 6, Episode 17. Taylor and I go around the state for Week 1A. Let's hit it. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup! All right, we're back. Well, we never left because we did the whole summer thing. But uh, the season has started. Colin Altavote, Taylor Marshall, Indiana Runner Podcast, Week 1A, Taylor. Indiana or uh, INCC stats kind of groups the first two weeks into one. Yeah, uh, after the first two weeks, we could finally see everybody compete, uh, at least all the teams anyway. So it kind of makes sense maybe to split 1A, 1B. Uh, as many schools opted to maybe – uh, not compete this weekend as your boys did not, um, or, you know, we'll maybe compete, but, but not run everybody. So clear picture after the first two weeks, I like it. One, a one B. Okay. Let's run through some of the meets. And then there was a big meet with a lot of the best schools in Terre Haute. So we'll talk about what we saw there. We're going to smash this all in under 40 minutes per Zoom guidelines, and then we'll do a lot of our extra stuff on our Patreon, and you too can be a Patreon subscriber and get exclusive access to that content. Go to patreon.com slash Indiana Runner. $5 a month gets you early access to all of our stuff. Uh, used to be by a matter of weeks. Now it's kind of by a matter of hours or days. Uh, and then all of our extra stuff, we're going to do coaching corner uh, tie up some loose ends, things like that. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Indiana Runner. But we're always going to do our weekly recaps on Apple and Spotify for free. Starting now, Pike Hokum Karam, uh, not super eventful, but a good way to start the season for these teams. Ben Davis boys score 17. But the Hokum Karams, it's a uh, combination of your top three relays, right? So essentially your top six runners. Yeah, three of your top five pairs, yep. So Ben Davis, 17, Pike, 18. I heard it was closer than it sounds, though. Closer than it sounds. I love that. On the girls' side, Ron Colley, 17, Southport, 20. Uh, three Hokum Caroms. There was another one at Munster. No team scores there. Pretty even on the boys' side between Ileana Christian and the host, Munster. And uh, Valparaiso boys didn't go, but their girls did go, and they dominated, which we probably would have suspected looking at the team's beforehand right yeah i mean valpo girls uh have been pretty tough for a while and um yeah I'm, i haven't looked through those specific results to see if maybe they're all their best girls ran maybe not uh pretty common maybe not to do that but um yeah given the teams there it seems to make sense i did have some takeaways from this one see if you saw the results maybe uh have any thoughts as well uh snyder hosts a co-ed hokum Karam. When I was in high school, the girls still ran 4K. So the boys ran the first, third, and fifth miles, and the girls only ran the second and the fourth. And it's taken them a while, but now that girls are at 4K, uh, or 5K rather, the girls also run three. So 
on the it's a combined though obviously because you have a boy on the relay and a girl on the relay i think the girl starts and the boy uh runs the even number miles on the relay yeah. fort wayne homestead dominates over carroll it's not even scored either it's by time so on the conglomerate time homestead almost three minutes ahead of carroll evan mcmahon and addison canablo from homestead were the winning pair. I heard Canablo was very strong running the miles, maybe somewhere each around about 520. Okay, good for her. Um, not, you know, okay, when you explain the ways in which, or the way in which they scored it, not as big of a surprise if you're doing total time, right? Because the the boys are going to be running faster. And the boys team, uh, Homestead's boys are, are ranked, at least on INC stats, way better than, or way higher than, um, you know, uh, Carol's, uh, boys. So, right. Um, but regardless, um, you know, Homestead and Carol, two of the top teams on the girl side, getting a little early look at one another in a different type of fashion. Uh, Carol probably excited to have Taylor Hansen back. That's a big game changer for that team. Um, and their podium hopes. So, uh, and then we got to see an early look at some of the Homestead, uh, freshman girls, Mm-hmm. who have a very strong class coming in as well. So uh, all, all new stuff coming out here week 1A. We kind of suspected that Homestead could be good and could be buoyed by some of these girls coming in, but you do put them together typically. I mean, I guess you could have different strategies and pair your fourth best girl with your best boy or whatever to try and even things out, let them run more together. I don't know. Um, but typically, uh, this is a meet I ran in three times in high school. Typically, you pair your best boy with your best girl, so on and so forth. So t- for Homestead to have four freshman girls in their top eight pairs leads me to believe that four of freshmen's, four of Homestead, rather, four of their top eight runners are freshmen. Yeah. And we depth had always been an issue for Homestead last year. I mean, they were really, really good through four and then kind of fell off and then graduated their second best runner that they may have been able to kind of put a bandaid over some of those wounds and, and maybe right, right back in it, especially if Canabo is looking as strong as she does right now. Yeah. You have, you know, likely a one, one point score in Addison Canablo talking to meet here. Right. And as you said, if those freshmen pan out across 5,000 meters, then we're talking about a legitimate, uh, podium team here with a outside title chance outside being that we think there's one team that's head and shoulders above everybody else right now, but sure. And if, if they're not Homestead, maybe with these four freshmen plus Canablo and, and then obviously the other returners Homestead could be there. Yeah. And that was the one of maybe the five contenders that we were a little more tepid on. Um, And now it sounds like it's, we're probably maybe going to be a little more lukewarm on on concordia's title chances correct yeah how about some uh how about some real cross-country 5,000 meter races taylor you like those let's go 5,000 meters colin i love this i love the name of this one the borden warpath invite cord and boys dominate with 40 points over brownstown central henryville was third with 93 these are most of these meets are a little bit smaller too we think cross-country maybe because you and i have always gone to big schools, coached at big schools. We think of invites, 10 teams, 16 teams. A lot of these are like three to six teams. Yeah. Uh, Borden was was 
not all that different. Chance Ratliff, rather, 1637, and his twin brother, I'd imagine, they have the same last name, they're in the same grade, Shane Ratliff, 1646, they're both juniors, they go to Brownstown, that's a first and a second finish there for Brownstown Central. On the girls' side, it's my girls, number 20, Corden, uh, 19 points to dispatch Forest Park, who scored 66, Borden scored 70, and Brownstown Central scored 82. Corden senior Addison Applegate wins by 57 seconds in an impressive time this early. INCC stats as we're recording this is not going to update. Uh, they're sure not going to update until we're done recording and release it uh, probably sometime this week. So we don't have adjustments on this, but this this time looked impressive. And then obviously she won by 57 seconds. Uh, yeah. 1920 for Addison Applegate. Yeah, great way to start off her senior season. Um, you know, like you said, 57 second win, no matter how you slice, it's amazing, right? Good start time-wise. And, um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what some of those adjustments are, uh, particularly for some of these meets down South where it's probably a little bit warmer and a little more humid and, you know, they're doing 5k without maybe a break in between. And it's going to be, it's going to be minus for everything. I, I actually went through this morning for just a minute and listened to our week one, a recap from last year. And we were talking about how nice the weather was for yeah. mid-August. And we were kind of surprised. And this this Saturday, which was yesterday as we're recording this, was not quite so nice. I thought it was uh, quite more a bit seasonal. more war. Yes. Yeah. More yeah. what you would expect for August. And then yeah. the rain that kind of came through early on and even delayed some of these starts. It didn't cool things down because it was later. And then because it rained, it was still super humid. Right. So I'm interested to see what those adjustments look like. Another 5,000 meter race, the Puckett invite at South Putnam, Edgewood boys, 51, Cascade boys, 74, Greencastle sophomore Landon Miller edges out Edgewood junior Zane Meyer, 1722 to 1723. But you know what I heard, Taylor? It was closer than it sounds. I did hear that. Uh, girls side, number 25, Edgewood girls uh, with 16 points which is not a lot, uh, over Bedford North Lawrence, who scored 50. And you're used to hearing the name, but, uh, well, I guess familiarity breeds uh, contempt. Or love, one name. of the two. Uh, yeah. Edgewood sophomore Hannah Crane wins 21-32 for Hannah, and she won by 81 seconds. You ever win a race, Taylor, by 81 seconds in cross country? Uh, have you and I raced? <laughs> I gotta that's tell you, my only my only chance right now. I ran against a guy in high school named Bobby Moldovan, who was eventually uh, was a state champion over thirty two hundred meters. Uh huh. Yeah. He's in between our ages, so uh, I bet I lost by eighty one seconds to Bobby Moldovan. Yeah. Oh, I. You know we're well. Okay. I would be. I was a senior when Footsum was a freshman, and he he probably did get me at least once by 81 seconds. Yeah. I mean, Bob, Bobby Moldovan was no footsome, but he is in the uh, state state champion. He's he's Hall in the hall of fame. Of fame. Right? Yeah. So, I was there at his, he was inducted into the hall of fame as an athlete when Ken was inducted as a coach. So I was actually there. Yeah. Uh, when he, yeah. When he gave his, gave his speech, he went to NC state. I did not, I did not go to NC state. You turned out just fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what podcast that Bobby hosts, you know, every every week or twice weekly sometimes. 
Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll Google it. Everyone has one at this point, so I'm sure he's got one. Moore's Hill Invitational, the Austin boys. Uh, and I only had results from the boys on this, so this is not a purposeful exclusion. I don't know if it was a boys-only invite, which would be kind of odd, but, uh, you know, they do things a little differently down there. Austin boys, 19 points over South Ripley, who had 45, and South Dearborn with 73. Austin sophomore Braden Conkler, 17-17, uh, he wins by 38 seconds over a freshman teammate. I, I saw a lot of good freshman performances on the boys' side as I kind of scoured results last night and this morning yeah that's a really strong time particularly for this uh well for like let's put it this way any freshman at any time around to 1755 that's really good mm -hmm. and then to think about first meet of the year in those conditions and in, in early august uh that How is tough really that course may be down there in southern indiana yeah that's very impressive uh this one interested me the yorktown boys shout out yorktown they get it done 48 points and then Yorktown freshman Wyatt Turner and I that saw that name and I was like Turner I thought well Jared Turner yeah. Jared Turner is the coach at Yorktown this yeah. has got to be his son right I mean what are the it's, it's a common name it's not you know it's not out to vote but or Warnicky, but like that's got to be his son right I would guess so if if not somebody let us know but we that's well, you know who would let us know is Jared, Jared Turner, who is one of our subscribers to our Patreon and gets exclusive and early access to all of our content. And it's, gotta be, it's just, yeah, directly on Patreon and let us know. It's It's got to be his son. Shout out to the Turners, man. What what could be more thrilling than that? That is cool. How about that? First race, if, I, I tell you, if my son wins his first race in the varsity over 5,000 meters, you'll never hear the end of it. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine? So excited. So Wyatt runs 1717.9 to win over Bluffton senior Tyler Godwin, who ran 1718.0. Yeah. 1718.0 to 1717.9. So it's closer than it sounds? You know what? Jared, let us know if it was closer than it sounds. Uh, Leo girls win with 54 points on the girls side. This is the Bob Dole invite again at Norwell. Uh, and it's a double, double freshman victory. Leo freshman Rowan Norris wins. Uh, Rowan runs or Rowan. It's probably Rowan. Uh, 2033. Yeah. St really strong, strong opener right there for a freshman. Okay. We got so a lot, lot of really good freshman times. Sure. Yeah. We've got, we got a lot to talk about for our featured meet here. And then, you know, we kind of like to follow a script. Then we like to get off the script and then check ourselves and get back on it. So we'll probably be doing that here a little bit. Um, so we want to each week kind of go through the meets that we've seen. If you don't hear your meet on there, um, you can one, write your complaint on the back of a $50 bill and mail it to uh, me at uh, my job at Carmel High School. Uh, or you could put the results on the Indiana runner message board. And then I can't promise that every week we're going to get to every single one because we are limited to 40 minutes and we do kind of want to talk about our featured meet and then get into our personal highlight and state highlights, uh, which we don't have a sponsor for, but I bet we get one soon. And then, um, and then we'll move on kind of to the Patreon when we run, run out of time. So 
Here we go. Our featured meet. You were there. We had boots on the ground. I think the official name is the Laverne Early Bird. Uh, I've also seen it called Valley Kickoff. I like Early Bird. Uh, I, I, I think, think, yeah, it early I think, bird, I think it's I, the Valley Kickoff. Yeah. I think it's been alternate alternated between the two of them. Uh, okay. On the boys' side. I've got rankings on the boys, and I'm just now realizing that it was kind of a chaotic day at my house. I don't have rankings next to the girls' teams based on the Indiana runner rankings. You know oh, what? Yeah, can you while I'm doing this, can you pull up the this is great radio here? Can you pull up the um top 50 off Indiana runner? Yes. For the girls, and I'll just say, and then you can just tell me what the ranking is when we get to the girls. Okay, on the boys, this was this is a good meet. Number 14, Lake Central. 100 points. Number eight, Floyd Central, 120. Number 16, Warsaw, 128. Number seven, Bloomington North, 163. But, Taylor, don't, don't mind it, telling you. Was it closer than it sounds? Bloomington North was missing three of their projected top five. So keep that in mind when you look at the score for Bloomington North. However, they did run their top two. So they were missing their projected third, fourth, and fifth runners based on INCC stats projections. North Central out of Indianapolis, 211 points. Number nine, North Ridge, 214. Number 17, Bloomington South, 229. Number 23, Mount Vernon, 254. Chesterton, 279. And Crown Point, 287. Typically for this, we only go five deep. But as I kept like it at five, I was like, oh, that six team was like a podium contender. We got to say them. And then I just kind of kept going like, well, this could be a state meet team. This could be a state meet team. Once we got to 10, number 11 was Greenfield, actually, who could be a state meet team. Um, and we didn't say him, but I guess I just mentioned them. So any takeaways from the team score there? And I kind of thought as I went through it, I combed through all of those rosters and the projections on INCC stats, and I thought I would find more. So the Bloomington North parents are, are uh, like to be involved on the, the podcast and the uh, message boards, and we appreciate that because interest is good. Um, yeah. And it's good to be interested in the things that, that your kids do and be involved. Um, and one of the dads had gone on and said, oh, well, this seems like it's going to be an exciting meet, but I've heard that a bunch of schools aren't going to run their best guys. And I kind of thought, okay, as I comb through it, it's going to be that Floyd didn't run some of their guys and Northridge didn't run some of their guys. But no, it was only Bloomington North really that yeah. were missing projected scores. And still a, a pretty solid showing out of the Cougars there with, you know, missing three of their, uh, three of their top five. Um, are, you, I also, are you a Cougar guy, Taylor? Oh, I love Cougars. You know what okay. I mean? I'm a big, I'm out there looking for Cougars and I'm ready to cheer on any cougar that I see. Um, if you're a cougar and you see me at a meet, come up and uh, say hi, introduce yourself, and uh, I'll shake your hand. I'd love to get to know you more. I'm a big, big fan of cougars. On the prowl, as they say. Uh, I love when they're on the prowl. Uh, and they were so, definitely on the prowl. So yesterday. as a as a as a cougar fan here, yes, you're not worried about the fourth place finish at the first meet behind three teams that we feel like are at least preseason weren't projected as high. No. And let me tell you why you okay. said this on the message board the other day, 
Um, you made a great classic Colin Altavote comparison to the 2000s Indianapolis Colts, right? Yeah. And that this is kind Walkers. of like, that's why they brought me here. Yeah. Kind of like preseason, right? It's the first meet of the year. And, uh, you know, Peyton Manning might go out in the first preseason game and, uh, he, you know, really play a drive or maybe two drives or whatever. And then he's done for the day. Right. And no one, no one worries about the fact that we might lose that game. Um, so uh, this is, this is the similarity here, right. In that Bloomington North has uh, Peyton go out there and Marvin Harrison is going to catch a couple balls. Uh, but you know, who didn't play uh, Reggie Wayne, he sat that one out. Right. And uh, um, uh, Pollard, he, he sat this one out too, right. He's got he's Pollard. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Marcus yeah. Pollard. My going God. Back to Marcus Pollard. That's right. And, uh, you know, I don't know who else we got. Uh, Brandon Stokely, right? He's still nursing a concussion because that dude got lit up in the slot every Sunday. So he is right. not. Playing. So, you All know, right, Glenn's they, got a sprained ankle. Yeah. Well, he was too got He sprained it false starting. Uh, Tarek, false start <laughs> Glenn. That's all he was good for. Um, anyway, the point Great is. Patreon preview here. This yeah, is the kind of stuff we talk about on the Patreon. So five, give us five bucks a month and you can hear this nonstop. You hear more of me ranting nonsense. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, you're not upset by that. You're not worried by that, right? I mean, still 163, uh, you know, you're, so you're 63 points back from Lake Central. Again, you're missing three of your uh, of your top five projected boys. That's going to be, that's going to be just fine. Um, you mentioned uh, another, I'm on a cougar roll here, Colin, right? You are. I again love cougars. Love cougars everywhere. Uh, come out and then if you see me at the meet and you're a cougar, come introduce yourself. Uh, Greenfield Central boys looked really good through three. I sat there and as I was watching the finish uh, come up the stretch and making sure that you know I had at the time trial group, I got them all set going over to the varsity group, get them ready to race. Um, watched coming up the about 400 meters to go there. Hit the start line. Uh, those bright yellow jerseys of the Greenfield Central Cougars, uh, those top three looked really strong. So um, they can figure out a little bit more depth. But um, I thought that was impressive performance by them. So and, uh, you've got your Cougars, I got mine, right? Yeah. So to defend to defend here on on Greenfield finishing back in eleventh. And the and the first three were really good, really far up there, and we thought obviously that's the foundation of of a state finalist team. I mean, that, that with the right depth, that could be depending yeah. on the year, maybe even like a, like a French podium contender, sure. their fourth, fifth and sixth projected runners didn't run. Okay, good. And we don't good. know why, but we do know you got to have a certain number of practices in and depending on if you, you know, took a short trip or got sick or whatever that. So I didn't see that and then think like, Ooh, Greenfield's in trouble. And I think their fifth was like, I mean, somewhere close to like 20 minutes. So obviously that's going to lump a bunch of points on there. And if, even if their fifth finishes with their fourth, you take a hundred off of that and they're kind of right in the mix ahead of North central. So okay, I, I think, I think Greenfield's fine. So you're keeping those Cougars. I am not, I'm not selling my Cougar stock. Okay. I'm, I'm keeping my Bloomington North Cougars. So we're, we are not swapping Cougars here. No, you're, we're not swapping Cougars. and we're not no swap, no drop. Okay. That's our yeah, model. I'm not dropping mine either. I'll let you know when I do. There. Uh, individually, this was a this was Perfect. a good race up up front. Will Conway dominates fifteen thirty eight, and as the adjustments come in, I think that's going to be. I think that could potentially be close to fifteen flat with the INCC stats performance adjustments, uh, and I think that because of this, 
He won by 18 seconds over Liam Bowski from Mishawaka, who ran 1556. Uh, and Bowski is definitely one of the top 10 runners in the state. Ryan Ream from Bloomington South, who was third at the state meet over 3,200 meters just this past spring, and I believe he was in the top 20 last year in cross country, ran 16 flat. So Conway, 22 seconds ahead of him. Shane Conroy from Portage was fourth. He ran 16.15. He ran 9.06 and finished in the top nine in the track season. And then Chris Ross of Greenfield uh, was fifth in 16.20. So that's a pretty dominant win. I know I said dominate already. Um, that's that's making a statement early for Will Conway from Floyd Central. Well, we talked about him in our preseason uh, podcasts, right, and that uh, he is – arguably one of the best kids in the nation has a lot of talent potential um, hopefully we'll be able to stay healthy throughout this season and we'll see him in a couple of postseason meets uh, but he he is on a uh, opening season back up after a diff- disappointing end to last fall um, and not not entirely healthy as throughout the spring but um, a very, very strong opener here from Will Conway on what was not an easy day out there. Not an easy day by any means out in Terre Haute. On the girls' side, do you, do you have the uh, rankings ready? Yeah, I do. You ready? Yep. Uh, number six, North Central, with the win. They scored 99 points, missing one of the projected top five. Number eight, Bloomington South in second with 125 points. They also uh, were down one of their projected top five. Third, Penn, they're ranked 11th in the state, according to Indiana Runners Committee of One, missing two of their projected top five. Number 22, Warsaw was fourth with 195 points, again, missing one of their projected top five. And then rounding out the top five at the Valley kickoff slash Laverne early bird, what you should call it. Uh, number 24, Lake Central scoring 202 points. And again, they were also missing one of their projected top five finishers. So then the rest of them weren't ranked in the top 25. Avon had 215, Mount Vernon had 243, Chesterton 255, Harrison 272, and Franklin, who I think is just outside, maybe they're 26th and they were 310. Yeah. So a couple takeaways on my end, right? Uh, Very impressive performance by North Central. Uh, 99 points, uh, again, missing one of the projected top five over Bloomington South's 125. Again, missing one of their top five, but, um, you know, still that's a a strong showing right there. Uh, You'll you'll probably let us know how well Maddie Rocchio, their top girl, did. Uh, in the individual event, her sister Elizabeth Rocchio, not far behind. I believe it was their projected number three who did not run, um, but will likely be back here soon to race. And, and their top four, their projected top four, were really good. So when you've got one of those four out, yeah. based on the math, that really hurts. It's not like, oh, our fifth was out, but our sixth is close enough that it, it didn't hurt too much. Yeah, I mean, and I thought the the Panthers showed why they're that uh, podium contender team that we've talked about, right? So, again, ranked sixth, uh, a really strong performance over a number eight team in Bloomington South. Um, so I, I think they're off to a really great start. I said this to our friend Chad 
uh, on uh, Saturday at the meet and again at the undisclosed location where we uh, had some lunch afterward um, was that, you know, he's, he had some of these mainstay girls uh, graduated the past couple of years and they just keep finding a way to get back in that, you know, podium uh, contender discussion. Um, so, you know, I think two of the last three years they were on the podium and uh, they're right there again this coming season. I think this is a tough, I think this is a tough meet because there's no way that there's no way to totally disavow ourselves of time, but you go to this meet, the grass isn't cut super well yet. They haven't manicured it yet. They're not thinking about it all that much. Right. Yet. And then it's storming. So you're all sitting on the bus. Buses don't even have air conditioning. It's humid because it's storming. And so you're just kind of sitting there and they delay the, the races by what, an hour? Uh, at all said and done about an hour. Yeah. So gun went off. it's already a hard enough meet with these races on Laverne. There's nowhere to hide out there. If there's any sun, you're just getting cooked and so the times are going to be slow man the times are going to be like a minute slow of average which is going to be a minute and a half slow or more of what you would run at noblesville on october 13th on a yeah. 46 degree morning so you look at the as you look through the times and the averages you know top five averages and all that it, it doesn't seem impressive at all but North Central, Bloomington South, Penn to an extent, and Penn was missing two of their projected top five. Like those are kind of podium contenders, and North Central kind of came out and handled their business. Yeah. Yeah. They looked really strong. And then they've got, you know, outside of their top, you know, five to seven that uh, scored or were in that contention. Uh, you look a little deeper, you run 12, uh, by the way, in this varsity race. A lot of freshmen and a lot of sophomores for them in that mix. So, Things are going really well right now, but there's a lot to be excited about down the line too. Just keep turning around uh, as this program has really taken off under Chad Wallace. And I think too, with counting on freshmen, boys or girls, you're more likely to count on a, a freshman girl. And this is an especially hard first meet, you know, for a freshman. But you know what's also hard is that if you're counting on a freshman, it's going to be challenging in October. Or November. Yeah. So anything can happen. Right. Uh, individually, and then we'll get to state highlight, personal highlight. Uh, Joey Rastrelli from Warsaw. She's a senior now, right? Uh, yes. Feels like she's been in high school for a long time, probably because she's been good for a long time. So we always talk about her. 1843. Uh, Jasmine Martolio from Bloomington South. We'll get to that in a second here. Uh, 1850. Uh, Jessica Hegedus from Avon, also under 19 minutes. She runs 1846. Mary Eubank from Penn, 1906. And then a gap back to Maddie Rocchio uh, from North Central, who ran uh, 1937 to finish fifth. I mean, those are those are five kind of name athletes. Those are five all-state level athletes. Yeah. It was an exciting individual matchup early on. I think a lot of people, you know, like you said, there was talk about some sitting but in terms of the at this meet, the best individuals overall. Right. For, 
give or, give or take. For, I mean, some of those teams sat their whole seven or 12. I mean, Carmel didn't run any of our girls. Right. right. Franklin Central didn't run any of their girls or boys. So given that, there wasn't, yeah. outside of those, there wasn't a whole lot of right sitting. And I know someone was like, oh, resting. How are you resting? The season hasn't even started yet. Like, it's it's not resting. It's strategic planning. Yeah. Um, we did have three of the five families of Indiana um, distance running there. So the five families of Indiana distance running. Yeah. The Martolios. Got it. The Rokios. Yeah. The Donofrios. Yeah. They were all in attendance. All there. Who were the we, two we're missing? We did not see. I've heard they sent their regards. We did not see Quagliaroli. Yeah. Or obviously the most powerful family of all, Don Provenzano. Don Provenzano. He sent his regards. He had a, he, he had some business to attend to on the Mono. Yeah. Yeah. Six mile PPM didn't just fall off the back of the truck. You know, he had to go out and get it. He had to go out there again. I can't wait till all five families are together. What a meet that will be. Can we get a, you know what? We Can we get a picture of, of all the five families that day? I think that may be challenging. Well, we could probably figure that out, right? We we got connections with all, with basically all five. We do. We do. Uh, all right. You ready? Uh, six minutes and 45 seconds to go. We're going to do state highlight, personal highlight. We don't have a sponsor for this yet, but there's one in the works. If you want to sponsor it, get at me. I've already got one. It's going to be hard to beat, but see what you got. All right, your state highlight. Uh, my state highlight was the North Central Panthers at the Valley kickoff, right? Again, this was the featured meet of the week. Um, saw the best competition overall from top to bottom um, right there on the state meet course and uh, really uh, strong performance to win over a very talented Bloomington South uh, and Penn teams. Um, and I understand, you know, Penn missing two of the five and Bloomington South also missing one of their five, but, um, yeah, but Kalina but, Matthews didn't run and she would make a bigger difference than those other kids. Yeah. So, uh, off to a great start there for the Panthers. You big, you big wrestling guy. You're getting to wrestling. Like when we were kids and stuff. Uh, no, no. Okay. Uh, Do you hear that? Is that on your end or my end? I don't know. What are, what are we I hearing? think that's Madison Roeder's music. Oh, my state highlight, the Mount Vernon girls. Yeah, I mean, this Madison, Ro Madison Rose is a good coach. This guy takes the job like, I don't know, three weeks ago or whatever. And sure. suddenly Mount Vernon girls are great. They're like, look like they're one of the 20 best teams in Indiana. First meet. Yeah. Shout it's, out. It's, it's going to be tough out of that Shelbyville semi-state, but like, I don't know. He is. So Madison Roeder had at times been the distance coach at HSE for the boys. And um, stepped away from it. And I remember at one point he, him telling me, well, I live in Fortville. My, I would really like to be the coach in Mount Vernon. It's tough for me to get to from Mount Vernon and I teach here and I've got a family and that kind of stuff to get down and coach at HSE. So we had to walk away from it. And here he is. He's got the job that he said he wanted and they're great. They're great. Yeah. Shout out to Madison and uh, those girls. Off the top rope. Off the top, not, not a wrestling guy though. So I mean, I neither, get that. Neither was I. I probably watched it a couple of times as a kid. Yeah. Uh, personal highlight. We don't have a sponsor for this yet, but we're working on it, and we're working on it in a way that uh, might be good for the listeners too. You know. 
Oh, a little kickback for those yeah. uh, you know, Patreon subscribers, maybe too. At Patreon, just Apple, Spotify, just anybody listening to it. We're working on it. We're working on it. Give me a couple more weeks. Okay. Personal highlight. My personal highlight uh, was a sophomore named uh, Emma Kistler on my team. Emma, uh, last year at the Valley kickoff, ran 2330. Sure. And this year. On a she- nice, on a nice day. Remember how nice it was last year? We talked about it. Yeah. And so this 2330 last year and then 2242 this year, right? And as you mentioned last Not year. Nice day. Yeah. Uh, last year it was low 60s, uh, low dew point in the in the 60s, I believe, uh, when the gun went off. Um, so about you know whatever 50 seconds, 45 seconds, whatever rounding here on uh, her performance improvement on like you mentioned a warmer, muggier day, and a big jump for the sophomore. So congratulations to Emma Kissler on a great day. Mine is a little more complicated. We've got three minutes. And if you want to hear more, a lot of people want to hear this because it's a recap. What happened? Tell us what happened. I want to hear my kid's name. Cool. I want to hear my my kid's school's name. Um, and on the Patreon, we can go deeper. Um, and we're, we've just got more on that. And I'll talk more on this. But we'd, we didn't have a meet. We had a practice. And we were going to do our important workout of the week. And at... Uh, we're going to go at seven for some of the guys and seven 30 for the other guys. So we could all finish about the same time. So I get up. Well, did I ever fall asleep? Cause I'm busy checking the weather. I'm worried about it. If they're going to be storms, they're going to be storms. I keep checking. I keep checking. I finally fall asleep at midnight. It's like 50% chance. I wake up at three 30, check my phone. No storms. You're good. Cool. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep for another two and a half, three hours. Yep. I get up at six 30. They're like, surprise. Randy, the intern on weather.com changed his mind and said, it's going to storm. And you got boys coming in in 30 minutes. So Randy doesn't care about that. Get to work, get to work, put on my email. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, uh, looks like it's, we're in bad shape at nine o'clock. It looks good, but we realized that we can't, you've got a bunch of stuff going on. We can't just take your schedules and yank them around everywhere. So we're going to meet at nine and, uh, we realized not everybody's going to be here. Nine o'clock rolls around. I won't say everybody was there, but almost all the kids were there. We have, what we eventually f- figured out how we could do it is that uh, we could push the main workout back to Tuesday for most of the guys, but our, our best guys, our oldest guys who do these long PPMs, long, hard run, six, seven, eight miles, they all came in. I, and I said to them, it, it makes it so easy on me as the coach that you guys None of you are complaining. None of you are trying to get out of this. None of you said I'm busy and they were all there. They understood the value of it and, and did whatever we asked them for them to go in and get that. And it was brutal by nine o'clock. And they still ran, you know, well, knowing that their times wouldn't be what it was the week before when it was nice. Um, And it has been, I'm going to try to keep my emotions even. It has been a long, it has been a long time. It has been a long time to get to that point. And this is the goal of every team. Not that you find the perfect core, that you find the perfect warm-up, that you find the perfect periodization, but you just get kids that are as engaged as these juniors and seniors and trickle down to the sophomores as, as we have. And you can hear more about that. And we're going to do, it's just one week, but, and do some hot takes on the Patreon, keep it positive, but patreon.com slash Indiana runner. Taylor, you got anything else? Go Hounds. Go Hounds.
Go Patreon. I love my little dudes. They my little guys. I love them.